So hi, one of the noise podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Joseph Barnum of Ponder. And we're asking him some questions today. I'm gonna start. Uh, so what inspired the creation of the band, and what does the band name mean? So uh, the band name means nothing. It's a. Uh, it is a. Uh, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It is a uh, knuckle puck song rip. Um, I, uh, I, I was in a, uh, embarrassingly enough, I was in a easy core band for a little bit. Okay. Easy core uh, bangs though. Why is that embarrassing? It, well, it was only embarrassing because we just didn't do it well. Okay. Okay. Oh, all right. yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's the only, that's the only reason it's embarrassing. It's all like really cool. And I love a lot of the newer, uh, pop punk stuff that's coming out and stuff like that but uh at, at the time uh you know we were just you know 14 15 like shitheads just trying to write yeah. music and stuff but uh uh that fell apart and um i just wanted to play a couple shows i bugged uh, a local uh house venue at the time to let me play but i didn't want to play solo under just my name so i was just kind of scrolling through like my saved songs or whatever it was and i was like Ponder kind of rolls off the tongue okay, I guess. Well, we'll just use that for the event page. And the plan was just to kind of meet people from there and start another band and everything. But people kind of started enjoying the songs, which was shocking to me. And yeah. so I just kind of kept it rolling. Uh, after that first show, the people at that house was like, uh, okay, well, uh, so you have three songs, write like two more and uh, play this show. And then we'll have you play this release show and uh, release this way. And I was just sitting there, a sponge trying to get all kinds of info and just trying to learn anything I could with it. So it was, uh, that's pretty much how that started really it was just, I was uh, 16. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot yeah. to start off with. You know, it's just like all that being thrown at you at the age of 16. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, I, I wanted it like I definitely wanted it. I was about it. Uh, it was definitely a kind of, a, I guess, in, in a way like a just a total culture shock almost. Yeah, you know? like I was just going to shows with like five, ten people in, in like houses mm. and stuff yeah. or playing, you know, like just bad covers with friends and stuff <laughs> like that. And then uh, I don't know, we just uh I just kept playing music and I wanted to keep playing music. So I was like, okay, if people are kind of liking it, then I'll just go until people don't like it, I guess. Yeah. Fair enough. Wait, yeah. you mentioned covering, well, doing bad covers. What was your go-to cover? Oh man. Oh God. We, I'm trying to think our, and I, I make a lot of jokes about my first band, but we weren't that bad. We really, okay. All right. we did okay. I, I'm just overly critical on myself, but that's fair. um, man we covered a uh, brain stew yeah yeah mm-hmm. and like i i grew up uh, that's why how i got into music was green day and bands like that of course mm-hmm. um so that was cool we also did a have y'all ever heard of a band called emily's army i don't no. think so so it's uh, billy joe armstrong from green day his uh-huh. kid was in that band oh Emily's army and so uh-huh. we covered one of their songs too mm-hmm. um i think they're called swimmers now Oh yeah, yeah, swimmers, swimmers, <laughs> yeah. yeah, something like that. I don't know. I haven't kept up with them, and I, I mean, the last thing I knew about them was like the Emily's Army stuff. But God, we did that, and at the time, I'm sure I still was like kind of cool with like Creed songs. So there might have mm-hmm. been like a 
oh hey here's kind of a joke cover but secretly i kind of like it you know yeah, yeah. i got older and smarter and you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair. that's fair at least somewhat i i hope i got smarter but <laughs> you can only hope you know <laughs> that's, that's, that's a dream <laughs> oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, so congratulations on your upcoming release uh trouble in self-view how do you feel about the response to the announcement so far Man, it's it's been really cool. I, I haven't I haven't um put out music in like four years, <laughs> which uh, I just got busy with uh, graduating high school and mm-hmm. like college stuff, you know, and life kind of gets in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a way, I kind of burnt myself out on it real quick, just because, mm-hmm. like, after releasing my first EP and then releasing the second one. After that second one, I started. I mean, I, I say touring a lot, but I was only like a, a handful of them, you know, but trying to balance it on like spring break and fall break and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, or weekend runs and things like that on whenever you have like a Friday or a Monday off, you know? Yeah. yeah the times that you're supposed to be taking a rest, you're like, let me go work yeah. some more. Let me yeah, go do a exactly. show. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, well here, let me like, you know, drive five hours and get stranded <laughs> oh in Indiana, you know? Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Just a yeah. typical weekend, you know? Exactly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. of course. But, uh, you know, I, I uh, just, I've been so nervous to release the new stuff just because it's been a long time, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, back then, like, it, the songs just sound, I would say, a lot different, you know, so it's just, uh, you can see kind of the growth there, at least I hope yeah. that you can see the growth there, you know, but the response on it has been really cool. A lot of old friends, new friends hitting me up about it, and, uh, like uh, my monthly listeners keep climbing pretty steadily and uh, mm-hmm. I think foundation just broke a thousand streams like today so yeah. I was really like I woke up and was like Woo! you know <laughs> so, yeah let's go yeah. Let's go. but it's uh, been really cool a lot of the people that I've leaked my own EP to uh, seem to enjoy it so I'm just hoping it's the same uh, I'm just hoping it's the same and keep my fingers crossed trying to stay confident it's a sure. press advance if you're sending it out to mm-hmm. other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not. Yeah, we don't use not leak leaking. anymore. We, we, yeah, yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. use leaking because we get in trouble. We do, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I just mean like I'm just in. Uh, you know, I you get an EP or something that you record and write and work on and stuff. It's like okay, now I wait about six months to actually release it. So Oof, in between yeah. there, you throw it out to like all your friends is like hey is this garbage is this kind of cool like is this nice like what do you think about like, this? also don't post on the internet i know like three people will care but please don't post on the internet don't post it yeah exactly and like i tell people that all the time i'm like nobody will give a shit but please just don't yeah, shit please don't do it yeah <laughs> yeah you know like i get well, so nervous if your ep yeah. winds up on the internet tonight it was me yeah. Yeah. No, and that's fine. Oh Honestly, God. I'm cool with I'm cool with you know. I'm cool with a press advance. Cool a press, press advance making it on everybody. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm cool with it. I'm definitely cool with it. It's exposure, I guess. You know. Yeah. yeah exactly. For the record, I won't leak it. I ha- I have yeah. to say that because I've joked about leaking people's stuff before, and then it actually got leaked, and it wasn't me. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyways, back to the questions. <laughs> <laughs> so you brought up your single foundation. It just hit a thousand streams. Congrats. What made you choose that as your lead single? I I wrote that song when I was on a summer tour with um, a uh, kind of solo artist kind of band. Uh, I'm, I'm really not even sure what they're doing uh, with it at the moment, but called Caving. 
Um, and that was a really cool tour and everything. We stayed in Vermont uh, for a couple days, um, got into Six Flags for free. So that was uh, awesome. Yeah, Thank that's good. You, who was letting us stay. Big appreciation mm-hmm. to that. But um, we had a couple days and there were just a couple times like sitting around the house and, you know, and I get kind of anxious being in other people's homes because I, I just want to be like, respectful and not really yeah. doing it like I feel weird about if I want to go on and like turn on a tv so I just went and yeah. sat in the garage and tried to write out some songs and um ended up writing pretty much all of foundation in a little Vermont garage kind of oh. storage thing and I sat on it for a real long time and tweaked it here and there so in a way it's kind of a song that I've been writing for like three or four years and wow. we were in the yeah, whenever we were in the studio, Matt, uh, Matt Shoemaker of a band called Pale Lungs, who is awesome, and y'all absolutely need to listen to them. They're really cool, but um, he recorded and produced the EP and stuff, and uh, man, he just did awesome with uh, how, like, some of the ideas he had for, like, texture things and some of the ideas I had for, like, kind of driving bass things or, like, a little bit of slide guitar here and there. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wanted to jazz it up make it sound pretty and it was just I don't know the song means a lot to me uh lyrically and things like that too so I was just like you know what this is it it just kind of felt right Mm -hmm. you know I think any of those songs being a single or singles would have felt right but that one just was the first one that did so yeah that's what I went with that one that's fair all right it's a very it is a very pretty song so good choice choice I really appreciate it I seriously (laughs) appreciate it it's a it was it's a work in it's all a work in progress. Yeah. You're doing great though. So <laughs> good job. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the EP name or cover art? Yeah. So the EP name, I kind of, I've always really liked concept records and things like that. And I like to, when I was younger, I liked to call my last release a concept record, but mm-hmm. it kind of wasn't, it was just more of like a theme that I called the concept really. Yeah. Uh, and so that was kind of the same thing that happened with this one. I was just writing songs and they all kind of revolved around like uh, feelings of just like, um, just kind of struggles with self-acceptance, I guess, you know, uh, in ways of, you know, I mean, I could like cure world hunger and I would still be like, man, I don't know if I'm a good person or not, you know? So it's kind yeah. of like that and just over analyzing myself and over analyzing situations and anxieties and things like that. Um, so it just kind of became an overall theme of like trouble figuring out who exactly I am, what exactly I like and don't like, and uh, you know, how I kind of view things. So I called it trouble in the self view and uh, I wanted it to just be kind of self-explanatory and yes, it's about me. So it's kind of biographical in a way, but I wanted to do that in a way to be like, Hey, it's okay to feel that like, it's okay to think those things and worry about those things, but try to, you know, have some sort of outlet to healthily get that out. So it's kind of an awareness ish um thing and it's also just kind of me word vomiting my feelings you know so it's just all kind of a a mix and a mingle of that and the cover art I just thought it was really cool to I have a uh it's broken now but I had a like four mirror Mm -hmm. um and I just kind of looked at that and I was like it might be kind of cool to have like a bunch of mirrors like pointing at somebody with like different kind of views and things like that if you really look closely you can see in the mirrors like 
my reflection in a couple of those mirrors along yeah. with the main shot. So I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jake Mernan did all of that and he killed it as well as the music video. It all came out really, really cool. I just wanted to portray something like self view. How do you get a self view, a mirror, you know, two plus two is four. It's kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Makes sense. All right. uh, so can you tell me a little about your writing process for the CP? It was a lot of, so there was a uh, foundation was kind of like a, a long song to write or just like sat on it. Like I said, but um, congratulations was a little bit of the same way, but not a longer period of time. It was like maybe about a year, you know, I sat on like half the song and just finally finished it. And then the other ones, I just, they just kind of fell out, you know, they just kind of like fell out of my mouth, fell out of my brain, I guess. Yeah. Um, and usually I, I fool around with uh, like guitar parts um, first or I'll get a melody kind of stuck in my head or I'll rip off somebody that I really like, you know, <laughs> because that's music in general is just all ripping off who you like and seeing mm-hmm. if you can get away with it really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're all honest on this one. So, uh, but yeah, I, I really try to focus on lyrics and things like that. Um So it's just, it's all very jumbled. Like I know people that sit down and they're like, okay, this is my writing process. I'll sit down and I'll write out stuff and I'll Mm -hmm. listen to stuff. But mine's kind of like, oh, okay. I just served a couple tables. I have a melody stuck in my head. Let me go to the freezer and like record a voice memo real fast where nobody will laugh at me, but it's all very uh, scattered. But I think that's kind of cool because that's in a way sometimes my, how my brain works. You know, so it's kind of just me piecing together all the puzzles. And Mm -hmm. Matt was a big part of the writing process on this, too. Like, just with a lot of the other instrumentations that Mm -hmm. we used and, like, lead guitar things and ideas, um, melody ideas. And even, like, uh, he did a really good job of making me focus on phrasings Mm -hmm. of words and, like, kind of how to lay them out within the melody. And that was really cool. But that's pretty much my overall writing process it usually stems from like a feeling or a worry or something like that and then I just kind of go from there with whatever feels right and doesn't sound like garbage solid I like it it's a pretty pretty (laughs) good writing process especially the freezer part that's good do you always do record your melodies in freezers or is that just a one-time thing pretty much just freezers sometimes just like uh you know if I'm just walking around and I have my moment of like "Eh, I don't care if they hear it a lot in the car Mm-hmm. as well um and you know whenever I, it's like I never have a good idea when I'm around my instruments mm-hmm. yeah like I don't know how to explain it like I'll walk away for like an hour from it and be like oh that'd be a cool idea That's a really good, yeah. try it out later and mm-hmm. I'll be like oh this works but if yeah. I sit down on it it's like I forget how to play guitar for however long I'm playing <laughs> yeah that's fair that's fair yeah I mean according to all the bands we've interviewed uh, recording your melodies in freezers is just the best way to write songs. Mm-hmm. Some of them even go. write it in the freezer mm-hmm. and just freeze their asses off. Exactly. Well, it looks like I'm going to have to buy a pretty big coat. And if, if yeah. it works, it works. Yeah, you know? I think, I think no, you should I'm try it for the next up. EP. Write the hey, entire thing. Just live in a freezer for like a week. I'm sorry, what? Live in a freezer for just like a straight week and bang out the EP. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, that's not a horrible idea at all. <laughs> no. No, not at all. <laughs> I actually get very scared about the whole idea of because I mean I've worked in restaurants for so long. So I uh 
I get really freaked out about freezers locking mm-hmm. yeah. me and everything. So I'm always really, really careful and diligent about which okay, one good. I'm going into and stuff like that. But You've never had someone close it in on you and then lock you in there because it's happened to me a bunch. You have? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, wait, for like a long time or someone's just kind of playing a they, joke? They were like, just messing around. Maybe like five minutes might have been the longest. The scariest part five was that minutes. you would lose cell service once you walked into the freezer. So you just yeah. kind of had to hope that someone would unlock it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can really do that. Like, I think I had one person mess with me about actually locking me in the freezer, and they let me out within, like, 30 seconds. So I wasn't okay. too, like, freaking out, you yeah. know? But, yeah. Well, they bury them away, too. Like, it's you can absolutely forget somebody is in that freezer. Like, that's the scariest part, you know? Yeah. You just got to pray someone wants ice cream. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah five minutes oh my god okay sorry i didn't know that happened okay (laughs) so i want you to pick your favorite lyric of this ep and tell us the meaning behind it okay oh man and you know i i like i've listened to y'all's podcast before and i knew sorry to hear that (laughs) (laughs) yeah sorry about that same thing i was like i'm sorry you had to hear that um Oh man, like I still just don't know. Like I've heard these questions. I was prepared. I even was prepared on uh uh like favorite animal or something or like a what animal you would be. I think oh, I mm-hmm. you guys, but yeah, but anyway, um I think my favorite lyric has <laughs> gotta be it's in redundancy. Okay. And it's kind of at the end of the song. Um uh, do you do you know that really, really stupid pickup line that's like Hey, are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only ten I, I see. Yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty much it all the time. Time. like a <laughs> devil on my shoulder. Like I really love myself for doing this, and I think it's funny. And then you know, and it was like you're an idiot for putting this in a mm-hmm. real song. But it says um, uh, something, something, and then parts of me are stuck back in Nashville, Tennessee, because I'm in Knoxville right now. I moved out here for college, um, so some kinds of especially with like quarantine stuff and COVID stuff like you know getting I I hate to pull that card but you know some of the alienation kind of sits in a little Mm -hmm. bit sometimes so I wrote uh parts of me are stuck back in Nashville Tennessee where everyone's a 10 but I'm just a three and I want to be the only 10 I see so it's like Mm -hmm. it's like a a play on words on just a stupid joke which I love so it's also kind of like a it I tried to make it all intertwine with like parts of my personality in a way just because I thought it kind of worked well ish but I think that's my favorite line because it's a dumb joke but it also kind of uh it encompasses the whole theme of the album of like uh hey I just want to accept myself for once Mm -hmm. if that kind of makes sense yeah makes sense yeah yeah that's Uh, clever so Thank where you. where is your headspace at while you're writing the cp it was a little all over the place i, I had uh like uh, uh nothing like crazy or super detrimental or anything but you know like uh I, I had a bump in the road um you know just life in general and stuff like that and uh, uh just different things that kind of unfolded but so it was a lot of my headspace was very scattered at times um just kind of being like, Hey, I don't know how I feel necessarily about this or, 
hey, I kind of feel bad about this aspect of myself and maybe other people feel this way too. And maybe I'm overreacting or overanalyzing or something, you know? So it's a, um, I think my headspace with it was kind of, I, I want to say not a constant, but a close to constant kind of overly analytical um, standpoint of myself, if that makes sense. I, I think I accidentally kind of lost where I was going. With that. Go ahead. We got you. We got you. It was kind of scattered and um, just kind of circling around all those sorts of feelings, mm-hmm. I guess. And some of them are genuinely just uh, some parts of those songs are just parts of songs, you know, that from there, from getting the overall idea, you can kind of take it where you want to go. Mm-hmm. You know, so a, a lot of the EP, like, yes, I'm writing it about how I'm feeling. So like I said earlier, it's going to be a little bit autobiographical in a way, but there's really nothing totally true about the EP and like uh, the settings that I put it in and stuff Mm -hmm. like it's not like just a word for word hey this is what has happened in my life I just tried to write it in different settings and different ways of kind of phrasing things and stuff like that but that was really my main headspace was just all over the place and overly analytical of myself and the world around me really okay that's all right Uh, so while going through the EP what band or artist influences pop out the most to you Oh man, that's mm-hmm. tough. Like I barely can already remember what I was listening to a week ago. Mood. That's but, fair. Yeah. but I know I was listening to a lot of have y'all heard of an artist named Lamelda? I don't think I, I have. they are really cool. They they have a song, um oh god, what is it called? I can't remember the song name, but Lamelda has a lot of really, really, really good songs. So I was jamming them a lot. Um I was listening to a lot of Soccer Mommy mm-hmm. at the time, too, which probably won't, like, uh, I, I feel like all the things I was listening to aren't going to make sense with how the EP sounds. Yeah. Um, but uh, I also love uh, an artist that um, is from Nashville called Bogues, uh, if, if y'all have listened to him at all. But they're really, really cool. Um, so they're a big influence for me and just a really cool person. Like they're just a great person, but, uh, of course, a, a little Phoebe Bridgers here and there. And, yep. um, I got really big into the, that whole Punisher album. It was just on repeat for like months. So there's a lot of that in there. And I think that's really the reason why I did banjo stuff at all. Yeah. Any of it. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot of different influence. I'd have to really dig deep and look back. Uh, and try to figure out who exactly I was listening to and what instances and stuff like that. But a lot of Soccer Mommy, a lot of Lamelda, a lot of Bogues, um, and Phoebe Bridgers and stuff like that. You know, oh, and the Tallest Man on Earth. Okay. I was listening to a lot of the tallest, kind of like a folksy, um, kind of upbeat. The well, not all of his songs are upbeat, but it's really, really cool. Like, definitely listen yeah. to the song called "The Gardener" by mm-hmm. him, and it's really cool. All right. Solid. All right. Uh, so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe the CP for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. I want to say very diet emo. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think that's, that's what I'm going to do. I think that's what I'm going to do because I, I, uh, I don't know. I think uh, just, again, me being overly analytical, I think some of it, uh, some of my stuff may be like, like there's nothing that no one's ever done before. <laughs> in, in that ep you know but uh, like i 
I think I just got to go very diet emo on that. I, I'm not real sure that like, I, I do not know how to describe that EP in three words. Well, you just did. <laughs> yeah, I guess I did. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> trouble self view. <laughs> no, that's cheap. That's cheap. Yeah, keep I know. Keep cheating. the first one. Yeah. That's cheating, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this EP to invoke in your listeners? I think I just want people to know and uh, think that like it's okay to feel certain things like it, there's no shame in any of that and I, I try to like touch on that at shows and stuff like that usually before we always played like a hotelier cover mm-hmm. um, but I just want people to know that like th- things can be okay. You know, things will be okay. You know, I mean, I, I just, uh, it's okay to feel a lot of different things that you may be feeling and you shouldn't devalue yourself for feeling those certain things. Sometimes it's just kind of a part of who you are and there's no shame in that, you know? So I guess that's really, and I, I think a big feeling I want them to feel is, wow, I'm going to give Ponder all of my money in merch and yep. secret sales. I think that's <laughs> a- <laughs> so nice. true. So true. Love yeah. it. Hey, I gotta get out of serving one way or another. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. It's um, either I'm gonna keep doing this or work at Clorox or some stupid shit like that. So. <laughs> what do you have against Clorox? Uh, it, it's a personal vendetta. It's not anything against any of their actual. Uh, you know, I bet Clorox is just totally taking away their uh, sponsorship of me right yeah, now. What yeah, what the fuck? On, I heard. I, I heard through the grapevines that you were really close. They were just about to send yeah. the email. Like as right soon there, as yeah. as yeah, soon as we got out, we've actually got a Clorox representative sitting in the Zoom call right now, mm-hmm. listening There's... to every single thing you're saying. Yep. And just blew it. They just texted me, said, you're done. We're getting done. the sponsorship now. It's ours. Yep. Um, oh, man. So, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. It's it's a personal vendetta on, on Clorox. It's kind of like a, just a running uh, joke with a couple of my friends because I just don't want to work anywhere. Like, uh, I guess, uh, boring. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah fair I, get enough. It. I get it. Sounds yeah. like, like doing any kind of marketing or something for a bleach mm-hmm. company would yeah. not be the most fun i could have at a job you know what i mean yeah you got a point well i mean <laughs> if, if you did the marketing you could re- you could make those really awful ads that are like targeted at like the generation today but just completely oh. miss the point entirely oh and do God. it like oh, yeah. on purpose every single mm-hmm. time and i would have a shit ton of fun doing that personally yeah. that would be cool that yeah. honestly would be cool like pretty much the marketing equivalent of like shit posting yeah exactly yeah and you yeah. get paid a really cool salary for it too exactly yeah, yeah. and benefits well you know maybe working for yeah. clorox, clorox might not be too bad yeah, yeah. exactly i think it's well, uh, if the music thing doesn't work out hit up clorox clorox yeah, yeah. <laughs> now they're about to text you back and be like okay he's on the right track yeah, yeah exactly. we're gonna give him a second chance yeah Keep an eye on him. Um, so we're gonna take a quick shift away from your music for just a second. What song do you wish you wrote out of any single song in the entire universe on Spotify, not on Spotify, doesn't matter. What song is it? Oh, what song do I wish I had written? Oh man, I've said this about so many songs, but I cannot think of any of them on the spot. Like spotlight on, on me, I'm about to get tomatoes thrown at me right now. Yep. Oh man. Shane, I'm already throwing. I'm already throwing the tomatoes. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. If I could do, if if I could do special effects, I would have tomatoes on the screen, but Bro, we're not send that it to advanced. Me. I could, I could do special effects. Send this. <laughs> we're not that. Me. No, Glory, we got to keep it super not advanced around sorry, here. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, definitely throw a like virtual tomato. It, like, I'll, I'll allow it. I won't even move. But anyway, <laughs> come on. Oh, what song do I wish I wrote? <sighs> I don't know, man. I, the, the first, for some reason, the first one that's coming to my head is. And it's probably going to definitely show pretty much everything I was listening to at the point. But I think 14 or 15 year old me wants to say that they wish they wrote No Good by Knucklepuck. Because that was like one of the first songs that I really got into like kind of a DIY-ish community um, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And uh, like I just was like, oh, so you don't have to play arenas to play in a band, you know. And Mm -hmm. so I like went and saw them at like a small venue and stuff and i just remember being like oh this is it like yeah. this is mu- music god i i wish it was a. Uh, it's either got to be that or anything in a phoebe bridgers or julian baker catalog i hold both of their songwritings to such a high high standard it's just cool mm-hmm. it's really cool so any anything in their catalog i guess I'm going to be up all night trying to think what song would I wish song. that I had written. Yeah. You'll DM us later. You'll be like, okay, so the song that I would this actually one. like to write is this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where do you see your project in the next five years? Oh, man. Uh, hopefully doing something. <laughs> like, I would hope so. Yeah. Of course. That's always the goal, you know. Um uh, Man, five years. Uh, I I definitely, I don't know, I'm, I'm toying around with some full band i'm toying around with some full band ideas Ooh. um oh i'm sorry i'm gonna change my answer i wish i wrote basking in the glow by oso oso that's oh I'm, okay I'm okay that's it sorry now <laughs> i'm good i can sleep tonight Taste. that's a good one yeah <laughs> thank you yes 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 i wish i wrote that but um i uh i don't know i i really hope i see myself touring a bunch you know mm-hmm. I, after i graduate college here within the next year i just really want to take a couple years and tour whether it's with ponder stuff or playing guitar or bass or really cruddy drums or something for another band mm-hmm. or anything like i just want to get on the road i want to see my little corner of the world as much as i can so that's where i see it in five years is just hopefully doing something hopefully still meaning something to people you know and uh i don't know maybe like a, a cool label or like cool tours and stuff like that you know i'm gonna try not to put a cap on it or too high of a goal to where I disappoint myself in the future. In five years, I'll send you an email and I'll be like, Hey, I don't know if I got that just yet, but oh, we're here. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just open for knuckle puck. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If the music no, thing doesn't work out, you got Clorox exactly. on speed dial. Exactly. I have backups. Yeah. I have backups. Exactly. Got yep. plenty you of have backups. Options. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So, if you're on death row, what <laughs> would your last meal be with a drink? That was a really good boom, Glory. That was Thank a good boom. That was perfect. Yeah. Thank you. It was way Straight too to early for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to time it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, the question was, uh, I, I kind of got, I, I'm sorry, I was too taken sorry. aback from that awesome boom. I was taken aback, too. Uh, what would your last meal be on death row with a drink? Hmm. I don't, I think it's gotta be, you know what? My last meal, it's gonna be something called 
uh, and you, I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if it's like a, we just call it this and I think, but it's called Texas sheet cake and it really wouldn't be a meal. It's like a dessert that would, I would eat a whole pan of Texas sheet cake with a big glass of milk, I think. And it's like, it's like chocolate and walnuts and like a little bit of fudge and stuff. It's so good. I think it's, I think it's also called like, I think it's also called Mississippi mud cake or something. Ooh, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like that. I actually have a little bit of it in my fridge now that I, think about it i just saw my uh, aunt the other day and she made a big thing of it and now i just beelined it straight <laughs> should. walked in yeah. the door went straight to it i have it like once or twice a year so <laughs> i was just ready fair enough do you have a drink with that yes i think I, I think i'll do a big glass of milk or you know what i'll go big or go home and just go a gallon and if i don't use some of it then uh, you know i guess my uh, cellmate on death row next door might want one or something like i'm, I'm not too sure but or you can wow. piss in it right before you go and let the guards drink it Ooh, yeah 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 <laughs> i'm going with that i'm going with that or let her hide it somewhere and let it spoil to where when they clean oh. it well it's like one last hurrah mm-hmm. mm. why is this smell why why is this still i'm not gonna finish oh my that. god yeah I can't, okay. I can't i can't get the word sell out now i got it out okay, why does the cell smell like that there you go. <laughs> uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week where would you live one fictional world for a week mm, you know i think i'd really i think i'd really enjoy living in like a futurama type world i was i was watching that a lot for a long time and i love space stuff mm-hmm. and all that uh so i, I think living in like a futurama-esque kind of uh, a fictional world would be cool. All right. I think that, yeah, I think that's my answer. I think I'm locking it. I'm locking that one in. I think. All right. <laughs> uh, so I've done. I've asked the last question, and every single person that we have spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color? Uh, I'm I'm a blue person. I love blue. So true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that's like standard or anything. But I have really, really loved mint green lately. I've been. Good. Like any kind of blue, really, and mint green, I think, are my top two on that. I used to love red, but for some, like when I was really little, but I don't, I don't know. Like I, I just, uh, red's hard to pull off. It yeah. is. It, it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. Um, <laughs> so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, just trouble in the self view. Uh, June fourth. Um, all of my uh, social medias are uh, ponder underscore tn. I'm pretty sure, but uh, you'll probably be able to find it still regardless. Uh, yeah, just any social media, listen to it on Spotify, uh, shoot me a message if you think it sucks or if you think it's awesome and we'll have a conversation about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's great. laughs> um, well, thank you for now with us. It's been Ponder and uh, We're the Good Noise podcast. <laughs>